Look around, what do you see? Cars, lots of them. And guess what? They're probably on Auto Trader. Whether you're into timeless classics or the latest trends, did somebody say solar-powered, eco-friendly, vegan, leather-wrapped, aromatherapy-scented, disco ball-equipped, self-driving car? If you see it on the road, you can likely find it on Auto Trader. Big cars, small cars, blue cars, new cars, used cars, electric cars, and one day, maybe even flying cars. With millions of options to choose from, buying a car becomes a whole lot easier. See it. Find it. Auto Trader. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck, and guess who's here? It's J-E-R-I, Jerry, our producer, and this is Short Stuff. I'm glad you spelled that, because no one ever spells it right. I My brain wanted so bad to go to J-E-L-L-O. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I had to stop myself. I think if you go back and listen, there's a half of a pause there, and that's me stopping myself from spelling Jello instead. I sensed that. I'll bet you did. We know each other so well. Can we talk about Forest Lawn Cemetery? Oh, yeah. Well, well, you've probably never been there. I have not. Have you? I have. Uh, I used to live not too far from there in Eagle Rock. Uh, it is a uh, – it's called Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Glendale, kind of situated between Pasadena and downtown L.A., uh, which ended up being a good thing back when it was um, first well, – what would he do? Install it? <laughs> yeah, they installed the cemetery. Yeah, I guess you build things. Yeah. And you plant established? Things. Yeah, ex- established, that's the word. <laughs> but uh, it was established by Dr. Hubert Eaton, mm-hmm. uh, about 300 acres worth in 1917. Uh, big thanks to Kate Morgan of How Stuff Works for this one. But uh, Hubert Eaton had, was a bit of a visionary, and the, he was just sort of known as, and is still known as, the builder, this very revered figure for doing something quite different with his cemetery. Yeah, he was like one part Gomez Adams and one part Walt Disney. Ooh, that's nice. what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna put him as. But there's a plaque there called um, with the title "The Builder's Dream and the Builder's Creed." Creed, and he says that um, he, he this is supposed to be a great park devoid of misshapen monuments and other signs of earthly death, but filled with towering trees, sweeping lawns, splashing fountains beautiful statuary and memorial architecture. And it's signed The Builder. And apparently still today, that's what they refer to Dr. Eaton as uh, at the cemetery. But he achieved his vision. Um, This was all established at a time, Chuck, when, you know, people have been making cemeteries in the United States for hundreds of years by this time. And there was like a certain way that you made them. And Dr. Hubert Eaton happened to be at this place in Southern California at a time where it was starting to come alive and it was a place where you could reinvent yourself. And he used that opportunity to reinvent cemeteries with Forest Lawn Memorial Park. Yeah, and it was a time in Southern California and Los Angeles where, uh, well, a couple of things on that. He he wanted it uh, to be a place where people could go and see art and feel like they've sort of had a cultural, uh, a culturally enriching experience. Uh, because at the time, you know, doing what yeah. they called the Grand Tour, if you had a lot of money and a lot of time, you could fly to Europe and go see all the art of the world. Uh, but for people that didn't have a lot of time and money, and this was, again, 1917, he wanted to give people a little bit of taste of that in Southern Cali. And uh, the place where he ended up getting this land, uh, like I said, between Pasadena and downtown, it was – um, not a booming metropolis at the time, but it ended up being in a very uh, great spot in Glendale 
uh, because, you know, it's L.A. and the Southland. A lot of people ended up living right there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and he really nailed what he was trying to do, which was make a place where you you didn't come to mourn death. You came to celebrate life. Yeah. You wanted to attract people to come and, and you know, be among the the graves in this memorial, but but be thinking about how great it is to be alive. And what better way to do that than with replicas of Michelangelo's art? That's right. <laughs> uh, should we take a break and come back and talk a little bit more about the art and such? Yes. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Cowie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. So you mentioned uh, replicas of Michelangelo. Uh, there were are certainly uh, replicas of art there. Uh, there's also a lot of original art. There's a full-on museum. Yeah. Uh, the largest uh, religious painting in the United States and the largest painting in the Western United States, period, is called The Crucifixion from Jan Steika. Yeah, he was a Polish artist. And get this, he created this painting, got it over to the U.S. for some exposition or another, and um, it was too big. They, di- they didn't have a place to put it. And he didn't have the money to ship it back home. So he had to leave it behind in the United States. Went back and died in Poland in 1925. Never saw his painting again. Yeah, 195 feet 
wide by 45 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it very simply depicts the, uh, I, I guess, the pre-crucifixion when it looks like uh, Jesus's cross is still on the ground. The other ones are in the ground and things are just getting started. Yeah, and it's a huge, like, landscape. Like, there's all sorts of stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. But Forest Lawn acquired it and gave it the proper respect and actually built a building around it to house it specifically. That's what you got to do. No one's got a, a loft that big. <laughs> no, definitely not. That's a giant <laughs> painting. I saw a picture of it, and there's a couple of people standing in front of it, and they just look like ants. Yeah, it's it's very large. Um, I guess we should talk a little bit because it is L.A., and there are some very famous uh, Angelinos buried there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to follow this up with the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. It's it's another sort of – L.A. has two great cemeteries, and that's the other one. But, but they do fun stuff like movie nights. Yeah, I saw that in um, Beneath the Silver Lake. Oh, I think I saw that. That's featured in Beneath that. the Silver Lake? Was that what it was called? I'm pretty sure. The one with uh, Andrew Garfield? Yeah, Underneath the Silver Lake? I think it's Beside beneath. the Silver Lake? <laughs> <laughs> On top of Old Silver Lake. Uh, <laughs> a few of the notable people buried there are no less than Elizabeth Taylor, uh, Clark Gable. Sure. Who else? Mm, how about Bogey and Bacall? Both. Ooh, hit me with another. Ooh, how about that old sweet crooner, Nat King Cole? Oh, you got any other crooners up your sleeve? <laughs> I wasn't a crooner. Michael Jackson is there, I think. He crooned. Did he croon? Yeah. I want to rock with you. That's crooning. Okay, I'll buy that. Uh, But here's the deal. Apparently, if you go to Forest Lawn, uh, and I have been there, but I didn't spend a lot of time there. I think I was, I think I was on a job, uh, shooting a stupid TV commercial or something. But you have to, and of course, these days with the internet, internet, you can find out where everyone is buried. But it's not one of those places that where you show up and do a ghost tour, or they say, "Here's your brochure where you can go see all the the famous folks that are buried here." Which is, that's good. That's tasteful. Like, they're, that's not the point of it. Yeah, you know? agreed. So uh, I mentioned how uh, Hubert Eaton was uh, half Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. And he's very frequently compared to Walt Disney because of some of the design of Forest Lawn. Um, there's a lot of Tudor um, architecture. Um, there's little different burial sections that have their own name and kind of like vibe going on. Uh, Inspiration Slope. Whispering Pines, Dawn of Tomorrow. Um, there's one called Babyland for infant burials. There's one called Slumberland for children and adults. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then I guess the rest of it is just called You Shouldn't Feel as Bad About These Graves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. These ones are fine. We have a, a cemetery very close to our house that we walk through a lot on our walks. And I love just sort of reading the headstones as I walk by and uh, – you know, you'll come across a grave that's two feet long, and you're just like, oh, God. Oh, yeah. I can't I even know. look and at that like one. The, it'll just say infant sometimes, not even a name. Yeah, I mean, the, this one had a name, but I don't know. It's always interesting. The women always outlive the men, it seems like. Uh, quite a few, like, World War II veterans out there. But it's uh, – I enjoy cemeteries, and uh, but I've never, like, you know, romped and partied in cemeteries like some some people do in college you know Sick yeah i always like to read the headstones and you get a little bit of a story sometimes 
I saw some writer say, I don't remember who it was, but they advised if you want to come up with names, go to a cemetery. Oh, yeah. Because you'll end up coming up with like Kirkwood McGillicuddy right. if you just try to use your imagination. <laughs> but if you go yeah. to a cemetery, you're going to find like actual people's names that you can use, you know? Yeah, especially these days when everyone's like, I want my baby to sound like they're from the 1810s. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, so Eaton, uh, going back to the Disney thing, uh, Walt Disney is buried there, in fact, and you mentioned all of the sort of similarities with Disney, and they are there are people out there that said it's like the, the Disney World or Disneyland of cemeteries, and Forest Lawn is very quick to point out, no, 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 we were here first, mm-hmm. and we like to say that Disneyland is the amusement park of the Forest Lawns. <laughs> yeah, it's great. They really yeah. turn, turn it on its head. It's a good line. Um, there's something, one more thing about uh, Michelangelo's work. There was like, I think, a 17-foot reproduction of David, Ooh. a very famous statue. Yeah. Uh, and it, it has actually toppled several times over the years, and they've had to remake it every time. Most recently, it toppled under its own weight in 2020. I'm not sure if they've replaced it yet or not. So someone's standing there, and then just a giant three-foot penis comes at them? <laughs> yeah. Clocked him, knocked him right out. Wow. Uh, and it made like this so- a sound that went dong. <laughs> All right. I think we've desecrated this episode. Wait, hold on. There's one more thing. Ronald Reagan married his first wife, Jane Wyman, at Forest Lawn yeah. Cemetery. That's true. People do get married there. There's a like a legit church. Yeah. 60,000 people have been married there. One fifth of the number of people who are interred there have been married there. I got married there. Did you really? No, you didn't. No, I got married at my the pool house of my brother's neighborhood. <laughs> That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Okay. You almost got me there for a second, though. No, I'm going to start telling people that. Though. Okay. Why not? You got anything else? I got nothing else. All right, everybody. Short Stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Oh, 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 oh,